Good night, good evening, good evening. This is Speak Life Radio. I'll go tell my brother in ministry with your sister in Christ, Rachel Carlene Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord and King. So I was talking to myself, clean the mirror, forgetting that I'm on live or recorded someplace else. Okay, but it's all good. Today is January 27th. 2022 welcome to speak life beloved welcome to speak life praying all is well with you praying you have the most blessed 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 day in the beginning of our weekend that we worship the lord in the name of jesus so i'm lifting up myself with my whole household and i'm lifting you beloved in your whole household i am lifting the kingdom family worldwide the martyr saints the persecuted saints those shutting down those taken by men stealers those feeling weak weary withered and even worn lifting them and lifting their families in the name of jesus and asking god to send strength i'm lifting up the military lifting up those in the military armed forces the sheriff department the law enforcement and judicial system I'm praying people live in peaceable lives in Jesus Christ. Rulers over one and over nations live in peaceable lives in Jesus Christ. I'm praying God impart himself into our military worldwide, law enforcement worldwide in the name of Jesus. And so I'm lifting children. I'm lifting those families too those families of law enforcement officers and military. I can't imagine and won't try to, okay? Yeah, so I'm lifting their families along with them in Jesus' name. So I plugged in the mic and I left it behind me, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay, because there ain't nothing that can be done about it now, right? Okay, but put it into place. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm lifting those that are on the wall, those that are carrying the burdens of others through prayer, through worship, through the service of the Lord. I'm praying that we keep our hearts uplifted up to the Lord in the name of Jesus. So Father, I come to you right now. Lord, blow your breath of life in the name of jesus and have your way be glorified be pleased lord let whatever goes through to speak life be a sweet smell in your nostrils father squeeze every ounce of flesh out of me so you speak so clearly through me that i decrease totally and you increase completely lord help me with that in the name of jesus and i'm praying for the hearer, Lord God, that we have an intention of hearing from you and an intention to be e-doers and not just hearers, not coming for entertainment, not coming for suspicion, whatever the case may be, Lord, that you overtake, overshadow and have your way 
we come in for the one in the name of Jesus. I pray you bind up everything that will be a distraction and a hindrance and and evil submissings in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So good evening, beloved. Praying all is well. So what I came to talk about is um, oh, wait a minute. Give me a uh, issues of the heart. That's right. Issues of the heart. What are we living with and what is settled in the heart? You know, this is kind of hard for me to talk about. And this is hard for me to talk about. It really is. It's a hard issue to to. Uh, I talk about it a lot, but it's a hard issue. It's a hard issue to talk about because one, um, I'm experiencing a lot of things, but I'm I'm grateful because one of the things the Lord showed me, I I questioned the Lord. Um, I think it was this morning when I woke up, or it was last night before I went to to bed and I asked the Lord to show me me. Show me me in all these things. Show me me and all these things occurring. Show me me and what's happening. Show me me and people. Show me me and our connections. What what is that common thread? Show me me in in my walk. Show me me. And so because um you know, things, life continues to go and there's different things happening. And so he took me back two years ago. He gave me an instruction two years ago and I talked about it on Speak Life. The Lord told me to release all of them. And so I was so, you know, our thoughts are not his thoughts. So I was just thinking it was pertaining to my children and stuff, but that's not what it was pertaining to. Because if you're declaring something over your life, and if you're praying for something, God says he's going to answer our prayers, especially effectual, fervent prayers of the righteous. He said, whatever you ask in my name, it shall be given. So many things we're asking, we don't know what it looks like. We don't know what it looks like. When I was called to Christ, I didn't know what it looked like. I didn't know I was going to be. I told Lord, you hoodwink me now. Seriously, you hoodwinked me. I moved down here and you hoodwinked me. I didn't know all this stuff. So we really don't know what's connected to our prayers. We don't pray for things as we ought. So with us not really knowing what's connected to our prayers, we're praying for all kinds of stuff. I thought about, uh, and, and you don't know the process of it. So... It could look like our life being turned upside down, but it's really great. And it's the process. So release it. If I'm going to say, um, I remember it was like, I think 2019, the church was declaring all things new. But God had already told me new beginnings. So I was like, all things new. I'm not really sure what that all looked like, but I did allow that to come out of my mouth. So the thing is, okay, all things new. So, mm -hmm, all things new. Even those things you didn't think need to be new. Even those people you didn't think need to be new. All things new. All things new. I am careful, more careful these days. So, even new beginnings. It's a new beginning. Yeah. It's a new beginning. So, you're going to begin new. 
You're going to begin your days new. You're going to end your days new. What you do, it's a new beginning. So many things we're praying for, uh, we don't know the process. So God, use me, use me, Lord, use me, use me. I want to grow higher. I want the promises of your best. Okay. You know, because the tongue has power. We're speaking it into existence, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. You want to be used? Well, your character. We got to deal with your character. We got to deal with the people in your life. We got to deal where you go. We got to deal how you speak, what you're talking, because you're bringing it into existence. Don't even realize. Don't even realize. The most majority of our stuff, it could be already preordained and predestinated, but a lot of it is our tongue. It's what we're speaking. So, you know, I'm watching all these things transpire, and I'm like, well, what's going on with the faithful? No, no. So I said, no, show me me in the process. And a lot of times we don't know what's hidden in our heart. See, there's a couple of things. There's a couple of things. So the word says in Romans 8, 26, likewise, mm, mm. okay, verse 24. Wait a minute. Let me get this first. Uh, what did he just say to me? Okay. Mm. Oh. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So a lot of things are manifesting in our lives. Um, it's a reflection. The majority of stuff, especially the people that come into our lives, People coming to our lives is reflecting either where we are, where we've been, or where we're headed. So when we can point out things in people, it's because it's something known to us. It says here in verse 24 of Romans 8, for we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For or because what a man sees, why does he yet hope for it? Why does he yet hope for it? Okay, we're doing all kind of stuff, but that's okay. <laughs> that is okay. Um, why do we yet hope for it? So hope is trust, be confident or sure, safety, security. Um, hmm. Okay, I'm going to skip that one. To flee to, to confide in, despond, despair, wait, to be patient, hope. Okay. Mm. It says um, mm, assurance, shelter, refuge, confidence, collection, expectation. So to expect, to confide Okay, and confidence. So these are, so it says, but if we have hope for, um, but if we have hope for that, we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. So hope, and it says wait for it. The definition is in the verse. 
So it says in verse 26, likewise, the spirit also helps our infirmities. So the spirit also helps our infirmities. And here it says in my concordance, in my Bible, it says our weaknesses, but the spirit also helps. So the spirit, mm, that's good. I just caught that. So the spirit also helps with our infirmities okay this is thank you lord god is so wonderful and so marvelous um so this is this is okay infirmities feebleness failings disease so that's our infirmities so okay say it because here it also say a sickness in infirmity so a sickness, a disease, also helping with spirits. It's also helping with spirits. And because we're, we are spiritual beings, okay? And so uh, we're functioning in something, all right? Because this coat of flesh is covering what's really in us, okay? And the heart is vital because that's where things settle. They settle in the heart. They settle in the spirit. They settle in the seat of our soul and they can settle in our mind, okay? The imaginations. So when there's a spirit settling, right? The Holy Spirit, and if it's contrary to the Holy Spirit, like me and the Lord talked about this morning. I mean, he opened my eyes. I recorded it because writing all this this morning just wasn't going to cut it for me. But if we are functioning in something opposite now i want to okay wait a minute verse 26 likewise the spirit also helps our infirmities for or because we know not what we should pray for as we ought but the spirit itself or himself itself makes intercession so the spirit is also praying it's interceding it says for us with groanings which cannot be uttered okay direct contact with god and he that searches the heart god searches the heart because that's the main core that is the main part to our being everything else can shut off but if the heart is still functioning you're still alive but if the heart shuts down, everything shuts down. It's like the plug. It's like the socket. The heart is the socket. Okay, so it says, and he that searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the spirit. The spirit that's functioning and operating because he makes intercession. For this, for the saints, for the saints, according to the will of God. It is very hard to say we are functioning in the Holy Spirit and doing things contrary. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. So if we're lying, there's no such thing as a little lie. If we're lying, something is wrong because we should get so convicted and beaten by stripes because that is totally contrary of the Holy Spirit because the enemy is the father of lies. The, enemies, the enemy is the father of lies. 
So he searches. He so he that searches the heart knows the mind of the spirit. He knows the motive of the spirit. He knows the intention. He knows whether it's a spirit over the infirmity, uh, the uh, over the heavens or under the heavens. He knows. Okay. Mm -hmm. One more verse, and then we're gonna really. So he knows. Yeah. It says. It says here. Because I can't think of the word offhand. So it says right here, um, verse 6 of Genesis 1, And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. Waters can be people, nations, tongues, but it could also be spirits. It could also be a word, okay? Because the water of life, the living water. So it says, um, in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. So, and God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. So, we're under the firmament, but God knows whether it's a spirit functioning above the firmament or below. Why? Because the third was cast out of heaven with the tail of the enemy. So those that were cast out are below the firmament. They're below the firmament. And so when we're functioning in those, God even knows that. And those are infirmities. Okay. So let's see. It says here, um, I don't, I don't want to get off track. I, I just don't. Uh, it says, mm, mm. okay, so I'm going to start here. I do not want, uh, okay, I'll start in verse 9, 1 Corinthians 10, neither let us tempt Christ, the word of God. We shouldn't be tempting the word of God. So trying to fit the word of God, like how we want it to fit or use it as a weapon against people and stuff like that. You know, it says, uh, neither let us tempt Christ, the word of God, as some of them also tempted and were destroyed of serpents. Verse one, moreover, brethren, I would not that you, first Corinthians 10, I would not that you should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the same cloud. I love the Lord and all passed through the sea. And were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. Oh, what a, okay. And did all eat the same spiritual meat. And did all drink the same spiritual drink. Ate the same, the same thing God was saying and the same spirit of God, okay. For they drunk of the spiritual rock which is Christ, the spiritual walk that followed them. And that rock was Christ, the word of God. They all, it says, they all drunk of the spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock was Christ, the Lord, the word of God. But with many of them, God was not well pleased. God has to be pleased. It says, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now, these things were our example. What happened 
in the Old Testament is the example set for us in the New Testament, okay? And it says, now these things were our example to the intent, the reason, the intention of keeping record, the intention of, of what they went through, and, and we, we can read and study it, the intent, we should not lust after evil things as they lusted. One thing I'm learning, even the people that come into our lives, they're a blessing, even when they're doing bad stuff. One, it shows us what we're capable of doing or have done because you can't identify anything you don't know about. You can't identify it. You cannot identify anything you don't know about. You could call it what you want to call it, but that may not be the real thing. You cannot identify it. I can see a bunch of weeds out there and can't identify those weeds. I can see a bunch of birds out there. There's certain birds I've seen before, or I've studied before, or I've heard of before. But if I've never heard of that bird, I can't tell you what that bird is. I might can tell you what it looks like, but I can't tell you what it is. So for us to say things like, the word I looked up today was envy, jealousy. Oh, what's that? Did I look that? That was yesterday. Envy, jealousy. Um, it was another one. Envy, jealousy. It was something else. Did I do that today or yesterday? And so those, when we're saying somebody is this or somebody is that, it's because it's common to us, okay? We can recognize it. So wait a minute, let me say, uh, go here. It says, now these things were our examples to the intent we should not lust after evil things as they lusted. Neither be you idolaters as were some of them, as it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Neither let us commit fornication, as some of them committed and fell in one day, three and 20,000. Neither let us tempt Christ, the word of God, as some of them also tempted and were destroyed, um, and were destroyed of serpents because they tempted what God was saying. You know how we try to walk on that little borderline, that little gray spot. It says, neither murmur you as some of them also murmured, my Lord, and was destroyed of the destroyer. It says, now all these things happened unto them for examples. Those are our examples. And it says, and they are written for our admonishment. Our instruction, our caution, okay? And upon whom the ends of the world are come. Wherefore, where's my verse? Okay, coming up. Wherefore, let him that thinks he stands take heed, lest he fall. There have no temptations. Verse 13 of 1 Corinthians 10. There have no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who God will not suffer or allow you to be tempted above that you are able. But 
will with the temptation. It didn't say he's taking away the temptation, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. You're still going to carry it. You're bearing it. It's just like Esther. Esther couldn't change the law because once the law is written, it's written in stone. Hey, lady, how you doing, neighbor? Praying all is well with your neighbor. Sending grace and peace and love multiplied to you and your household, whether you got them babies or not. I don't know, but sending love to you in Jesus' name. So the thing is this, right? Um, there is, it's common. So when we can identify something in somebody, it's something that we know. It's either every person that comes across our path, it could be for a second. They're where we are. Hey, lady, they're where we are, where we've been or where we're headed. You could be that person just passing by. And guess what? You've met people too that just passed by in your life. Yeah. You could be, to some people, you're a listener. To some people, you're a talker. But no matter what, you can identify it because you've been on both sides of it. If you, if you, it's just like people that never drunk in their life. They can't tell you what it's like to drink because that's not common to them. People that never smoke in their life. They can't tell you what it tastes like. They can't tell you. They might be able to tell you what it smell like because there's other people around them. So they might be able to identify the smell, but they can't identify the taste or the reaction that it gives you. So if we say somebody is selfish, there's something in us that's selfish in order for us to be able to identify it. Now we'll say, because other people did it to me, uh-uh, because God recompensed and he brought that word back up to me, reciprocity. The I, I wish I had time for this teaching. The reciprocity, reciprocity. God is so good. If we truly love God, all these things are working out for us. Even when we see something bad within ourselves from somebody else, it is better to identify it in yourself when you see it. And because when you identify something, you can get healing and deliverance from it. But many of these things are hidden in our heart from childhood, from traumas, from whatever, because some people, sometimes we get traumatized so bad that we push it and we push it down. So, but it comes back up in the time when we're in Christ. And even when we're not in Christ, when we're not in Christ, it comes back up to torment us because that's what spirits do. If, if they're not Holy spirits, they're working for the enemy. Fear comes with torment, depression, oppression, suppression, all of these things come, they work tangibly together. So even if we're not in Christ, that thing is going to surface again. Why? Because it can control you. It can control you as long as it's there and it's available to be there. It can control you. But the moment you make up your mind, this is not going to, I'm not going to deal with this anymore. And you put that under the blood and you put that on the cross because a lot of people think we can heal ourselves. We can go through yoga, meditate. That's not, God is the only healer. He's the only cleanser because otherwise it's still there. It's still there. It's just not functioning and it could be hiding because it, it don't want to get uprooted. But 
Mm -mm. It's only Jesus that can heal and fully deliver. Everything else is a practice. Everything else is a practice. Well, I got healed from the medication. No, you didn't. God had to allow that if you did. If you did, it's a part of your predestinated grace. He allowed that, but it wasn't the medication. It was the Lord that did the healing through the medication, through medication. So when we are sitting there and we, we can pinpoint things in people, it's because it's something common to us. It's something coming to us. So I'm looking at all these events taking place in my life. And instead of saying, they did this because when I first came to Christ, that's why I was the victim. I was the victim. Everybody then did this and this, this person do it and this person after me. And I had to keep getting that teaching. I was very upset with my pastor at that time. Uh, Bishop, I was very upset. How can he say, he don't know what these people did to me. But look back at your trail. Because you've done that to people too. Because God believes in recompense. He believes in sowing seeds. This thing is so reciprocity. The practice of exchanging things with others for mutual benefit. Especially privileges granted by one. Okay, because it says country or organization. But no, God, God told me about three years ago about reciprocity reciprocity maybe two years i think it might have been 2020 i'm not sure but reciprocity because it's just like the talents the five exchange for five more okay the two exchange and the one one didn't do anything so this is a exchange of something and we got to understand spirit spirit comes together if they're like spirit this is how you get the holy spirit with nine chambers of one spirit because they work together they work together and so it's the same as on the evil side when an unclean spirit leaves a man he goes into uh dry places or however it goes but when he comes back he brings seven more worse than he is because they are connected so it's just like people with drugs they can start off with a light high but the more they embrace that high they need a stronger high so they this is how you can go from weed to to pills to cocaine to crack to and all these other things because that that thirst for that high it's now, you know, some people, you yeah, that blew my high or, or they're not getting as drunk as they used to get. So they add another type of drink because they heard about that drink and that drink is like, whoa. And so this is, it's a like spirit because drinks are nothing but spirit. And once you, in smoking, once you add a fire to something, you've changed the component of it because spirits are fire. Mm -hmm. The tongue is a fire. Remember, spirits are fire. Fires of coals. This is what the Lord says. The consuming eyes of God. Fire. These are attributes. These are attributes. An attribute of God is fire. Attribute of God is love. An attribute of God is water. An attribute. But they come together. They're, they're, they're together. But anything under the firmament is together. Anything over the firmament is together. But they're not in, they, they don't mesh together. The spirit of God and the spirit of, enemy, of the enemy do not coexist with each other. The thing is, we have to get delivered from what's already been deposited because the sin, the flesh carries sin. 
the flesh carries sins. So these things are common. And so I'm doing a self-examination because I want to get rid of these things. And so if I'm seeing people doing it towards me, I know I've done it towards somebody, regardless of if I know who I did it towards or the person that think I did it, it's still, it's still, it's reciprocity. It's recompensing. Recompensing is a wage, a paycheck. The wages of sin are still death. So it's a paycheck for our life. He tells us he's going to recompense every man according to his works and his deeds. And your words bring things into existence. So this is the thing, right? The Holy Spirit. This is what the word says um, in Romans 8. It says, Romans 8 and 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities. So when we embrace Jesus Christ, when we when we come to the Father and we embrace Jesus Christ, the word of God, the word of God goes into our heart. And every because that's God saying, let there be light. So the word is light. So we take light in within ourselves and the light goes into dark places, chasing out everything that is dark. But many of us, we don't study to be saved. We don't study for the word to go into our heart or read. We want the mind knowledge. So we're walking around with verses in our mind but not in our heart. So this is how we can walk around with the, without the spirit of truth, but we got the word of God, but the spirit of truth ain't in us because we still telling lies and telling them easily too. There's no conviction. And this is why that spirit that's really operating the heart, get mad. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Because guess what? The word ain't coming to the heart yet to judge me. But I know you can identify me. And when you call me out, I feel judged and not convicted. There's a, there's a difference between condemnation and being pricked by the word. Mm -hmm. So this is why a lot of people, don't judge me, don't judge me, because that word hasn't gone in the heart to judge anything in that heart because we're too busy with the mind knowledge. We haven't given God our heart, but we'll read the word so it can go into our mind. And then when we can, we can even debate with each other or we can, we can let everybody know that we have it in our mind. Because what's in the mind comes through the mouth. So, and also what's in the heart. But the heart changes the mind. The heart changes the mind. And so if it never goes into our heart, this is why our mind don't change. This is why our being don't change. This is why our core don't change. This is why we don't receive the Holy Spirit because it's a mind game. And the enemy don't, you're not a threat to him. You're not a threat because he know he still got your heart. My mind is somewhere. My heart is another. You know them songs? Because he know he still got your heart. He know he's a... Any type of any type of lie a person can say out of their mouth, he's still their father. That's your daddy. Now, it's a struggle because it's a process. But what the Holy Spirit does as he's in our... Because he's the power of God. As he's in our heart, he said, don't say that. Don't go there. Don't do that. And we hear... But we still struggling with that thing in our flesh. We still we still get struggling with this thing in our flesh because we still have a love for it. We still got a love for it. Because he said either you love the one and hate the other or you hate the other and love the one. He's the one. He's the one. He says, uh, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the spirit itself, the spirit itself makes intercession for us. Why would the spirit have to make intercession if we're doing what we're supposed to do? 
the, the spirit itself makes the spirit itself or himself make intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Why? Because that's a language the enemy don't understand. So it says, in he that searches the heart, God searches the heart. It tells us this. I was on fire this morning, me and the Lord, I mean, like, it was just like, oh, wow, wait a minute. Wait a minute. The only way I can identify what people are doing is because it's common to me. I know it. I just choose not to do it at times because I get pushed in the flesh, especially lately through all this testing. It's a testing. If we understood uh, reciprocity and if we understood recompensing, we would understand what we do to people is waiting up the road. <laughs> what we do to people is waiting up the road. Is waiting up the road. So if we're if we we're seed planters, so if we're planting good seed, that harvest is waiting up the road. That tree is waiting up the road. That fruit is waiting up the road. If we're evil seed planters, that harvest is waiting right up the road. It's waiting right up the road. And, and how soon it comes, that's that's up to God. But it's waiting right up the road. So if you as a person unfaithful with everything. Had a problem with commitment. Mm, that was me. Hey, cousin. How you doing, cousin? Sending love, grace, and peace multiplied to you and your household. Household. Household in the name of Jesus. And, and, and that other word that was said. But yeah, in the name of Jesus. And no babies. So this is the thing. Hi there. She said, I wish y'all could hear my cousin speak. I wish you could hear my cousin speak. I'm telling you straight out of sympathy, but you would think she was. But anyway. So. The thing is, right, those seeds are waiting up the road. Okay, so as I was saying, if you're a person that had commitment issues, okay, and you couldn't be faithful to nothing, that's waiting up the road. If you was a person that nobody could trust, that's waiting up the road. If you're a person that everybody know they can depend on you, now you're going to have to go through some stuff, but you're going to meet a dependable person, but you have to be able to the, the, uh, identify them and not think that they're everybody else. Because once we've been hurt enough, we don't think nobody, no good. The church did this to me. You could have had a conversation with one person. It was not the church. It was that one person that came as a representation of the church, but we have to try the spirit or test the spirit. We have to try the spirit to see if it's of God, to see if it's of God, because the closer you get to God, those spirits come still. They still come to test and to tempt because the enemy is still the most subtle. That has not changed. He's still, but it says here in, in Genesis 1, in the beginning, Genesis 1, 1, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth and the earth was without form and void. Why? Because there was no word spoken yet. Okay. And darkness was upon the face. And darkness was upon the face. We have to learn how to chew the word. Instead, darkness was darkness was upon the face of the deep. And and uh-uh, because you're not hearing it. You're not getting it. Because you're running through it. We gotta stop drinking milk. And water. That's what Paul says. We have to learn to chew the word. You you can't eat steak like you eat oatmeal. 
Now, some people may, because some people don't chew their food, but you get choked. And you don't even get all of what's in that meat. You won't get it. You get the surface of it. And that's where uh, many of us are on the surface of the word. We can repeat that word because it's in our head. But we can't reveal that word because it's not in our heart. So it says here, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. So it's upon that. It's upon that spirit. It's upon that person. It's upon those people. Because why? He's looking for himself. The spirit, it says, moved upon the face. So even God, when he's che he's checking us. And because he got the seven spirits, which is in Isaiah 11 and in Revelation. He got the seven spirits. He has the Holy Spirit. So love is searching and looking for love. Peace is searching and looking for peace. Wisdom is searching and looking for his spirits go to and fro. His eyes go to and fro the Spirit and searching. Faithfulness, because that's one of his attributes. He's coming and he's searching. He's searching the face of the deep. Why? Because the eyes, the eyes, that's what it says. That's what it says. He's searching, looking for himself. So we can pretend with people all day if we will, but that ain't going to do nothing for us because God already knows the mind of the spirit. So he says here in Matthew 6, 22, the light of the body is the eye. You never see people's spirit in their eye? Like you could tell when people been, if, if, if they've ever sobered up, you could tell when they've been drinking in their eyes and stuff. You can tell when somebody dark is in their eyes. Yeah. Some people, they check people to see if they're lying because it's in their eyes. So it says, the light of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye be single, it's just you, it's Christ. It's, it's, it's just Christ. It's just the Lord God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It says, if your eye be single, your whole body shall be full of light. But if your eye be evil, your whole body shall be full of darkness because they're not going to coexist with each other. If therefore the light that is in you be darkness, how great is that darkness? Because it's your total being. It's your core. And all of us, he had to declare light. And so when he declared, let there be light, he sent his word. But too many of us are putting the word in the wrong place because they don't want to receive the word. They just want to know something of the word. Don't want to receive what God is saying. Don't want to receive it. Because earlier he said they were all under the same cloud. All of us receive the same word. Every man that comes into the world is lit by the word because you cannot come into the, the world without God calling you something calling your name into existence, call light into existence. He's calling these things. He called the firmament 
into existence. He said, let things be. Let, let Carlene Renee be. She don't know she's Rachel because they put Carlene on her. But I have already, that wasn't my thoughts. My thoughts were, of her was she was already a Rachel. She was already, that's who I said. So I, I am convinced somebody heard that name and they just refused it. They didn't like it. It's, it's just like other people. You ever meet a person and you say, you look just like a so-and-so. Oh no, but my name is so You don't even look like that man. So it's like he already called it into existence. And throughout our journey, that's what he's doing. He Once he's declared something, it's going to be how long it takes but it's going to be, but if we, if we are in this world, just rejecting and refuse to receive him, we had the opportunity and we die with the opportunity, but we don't die in the opportunity. We die with having that opportunity, but we don't die in. And this is the danger of this generation. Many of us can repeat the word, but we refuse to receive the word and we refuse to become the word because the word of God changes our language. The word of God changes our heart. The word of God changes our mind. The word of God takes taste out of us. The word of God washes us and cleanses us and heals us and deliver us. And we can speak that word and it come in existence because we believe it. And you have great warfare. The more you believe that word is going to be warfare. So this is the, why the people going to come against you. And when they come against you, you get to see what is either functioning in you or was functioning in you or will function in you in the future. God brings people to even show you who you're going to become. Who you're going to become like. Mm -hmm. That's what the scriptures are for. There's Davids walking in the earth, don't even know they're Davids. Don't even know they have valor. Don't even know there are Elizabeths that are barren. Don't even know they're going to bring forth a child. There are Marys that's virgins and God is birthing his word in them. They don't even know they're going to be quoting the scriptures. Ah, they don't know that. They might have not grown up in church. She was a virgin. She wasn't taught yet. She wasn't taught by man. Man didn't teach her that. God did that. There's a lot of people coming to the faith. They didn't grow up in church and they on fire because they got the fire of God. Man didn't teach them the rudiments of men, the washing of the word and making it leaven. No, it's the Holy Spirit. He knows the day. He knows the time he's going to say, no, okay, now we got to deal with this. We got to deal with this. And it works out for our good. I have to look at it different. We have to change our perspective. So I'm learning to pray different. Lord, your thoughts are higher than mine. Show me your thoughts about this. Because how I'm thinking is not right. And I know it. So instead of me wanting to threaten people or, or wanting to beat them down even in my mind, no. What's the good in this? Because you said it's going to work out for my good. Everything meant for evil against me is working out for my good. I stand on that scripture. And so I know there's a good in it. I know. And I'm telling you, one of the things is showing me what is either functioning in me, what is hiding in me, what he's already delivered me from or where I'm headed. So I can be on alert 
test that spirit to see if it's of God. Because if you let it come into your life, either it's going to pull you or you're going to pull it. We see our life changing when people come in our lives. We see our life change for good or we see our life change for evil. Whoever has the strongest spirit and the strongest belief in that spirit, that's how it happens. That's how it happens. So once you declare a thing, once you declare a thing, like I remember telling the past, I want to be holy. I want to be holy. God put that in my heart. So, okay, I'm going to do the most unholy thing because my spirit, my spirit says that the spirit is strong, but the flesh is weak. So the, the flesh like, holy, who we No man, we have good time not being holy girl. Shut your mouth. Guess what? We going to meet this dude and he going to be real out here. And guess what? You're going to end up with soul tie. So now you got to get renounced and denounced from those spirits that came through. They could come through from hearing them. They can come through from us watching them. They could come through when through our nose because uh, saw, breathe in anger or breathe out anger. They could come through our mouth, what we're speaking. They could come, he said, touch no evil thing. It could, our feet can be going in the wrong direction, even though we're supposed to be side with the gospel of peace. And again, another way through the mouth, we could be kissing on people and they're getting, and we getting those, they could be breathing. I remember I let the wrong person breathe on me. And I tell you, I've been wrestling with something. So it's, yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. those are soul ties. They're just looking for an entrance. They're looking so they can either hide and wait for a time to function or they start functioning. You're like, why am I thinking like this? Why am I thinking? Why am I even, where did that come from? There's a gate open. It could just be unbelief. That's a big gate. It could be disbelief. That's a big gate. God has said something to you in the spirit world. See, you don't believe it. So they can function. They can function because you don't believe the word that came to heal and deliver. So I send the word of God to the people of God, to the hearts of men. I tell you, this thing is so, this so, I'm telling you, even sowing good seeds can help deliver you. Sowing good seeds can help because God recompense to every man according to his work. So if we are used to sowing bad seeds, take responsibility of the harvest and ask God to turn, turn that so you can start sowing good seeds. But the word got to go into your heart, not just in your mind. Y'all have a blessed weekend. Love your cousin and neighbor. Peace in Jesus name.